about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world, Rim Nation all around the world, Rim family, what's going on? Because guess what? I'm here. The playmaker's here. It is Thursday. And that means it's time for Ramley Talk. On the playmaker's broad brand. Brought to you by Super Draft Pro, Super Draft Sports Booking. If you love daily fantasy, if you love sports booking, Super Draft Pro is the way to go. Now, on this episode of Ramley Talk, I'm finna recap what took place in Wild Card Weekend between the Cardinals and the Rams. Bitch, y'all already know what, what took place. But we just gonna do a little quick recap and then we gonna preview this Sunday's matchup. Down in South Florida, home of the defending world champions after Rams take the trip to Tampa to face Tom Brady in the Bucks. So, without wasting any more time, let's go ahead and jump into it. Wild card weekend, it was the Arizona Cardinals making the trip to SoFi State to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Rover teams have won each meeting. This, this is round three between the two. Can Matthew Stafford get his first playoff win? How much pressure is on Matthew Stafford? Is Sean McVay under more pressure? The Rams gotta look like the Rams. What we? I trust Kyler Murray more than Matthew Stafford at this moment in time. This is what the Rams heard all week long heading into Monday Night Football. And then said so, the defense set the tone for how this game was going to go. Opening drive for the Arizona Cardinals. Three and out. Matter of fact, I believe they had negative yardage in the first quarter. Their defense set the tone for the game. And what did Matthew Stafford offense doing? Touchdown here. Touchdown there. Touchdown here. Touchdown there. Hey, before you knew it, it was 21-0 going into halftime. By the way, a pick six by David Long. The shortest pick six in the world because Kyler Murray tried to Kyler Murray tried to pull a Carson Wentz slash Matthew Stafford by getting hit in the end zone and trying to throw it, which was not a good idea. It was a terrible game for Keith Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. That is that had to be the worst playoff debut I've ever seen. Because they did not look ready. They didn't know what hit them. And it's against a team that you are you should know very well because you play them twice a year. But they didn't know what hit them in this atmosphere. Kyler Murray, 19 for 34, 137, two INTs. The team as a Russian had 18 carries for 61 yards and a touchdown. Shout out to James Conner, who was battling rib injuries, still playing, got him a touchdown. AJ Green wasn't heard of. Christian Kirk was non-existent. Wondell Moore was non-existent. 
Chase Edmonds couldn't do nothing. They couldn't do nothing for the offense of Cliff Kingsbury. And then the Rams on the other end, Matthew Stafford, 13 for 17, 202, two touchdowns. Hey, he had a rushing touchdown. Sonny Michelle, 13 carries, 58 yards. Cam Makers, 17 carries, 55 yards. They combined, they almost had more rushing yards themselves than that whole entire Arizona Cardinals team. That's how bad it was. The team for Arizona rushed for 61 yards. Michelle had 58 yards on the ground, and Akers had 55 on the ground. It was not that far off. Cooper Cup, 5 catches, 61 yards of touchdown. OBJ, 4 catches, 54 yards of touchdown, and he threw a 40-yard pass to Cam Akers. OBJ was all up in this game. I already talked about David Long and his pick 6. We had another interception happen because Kyler Murray threw 2. The Cardinals were 0 for 9 on third down. The Rams was 6 for 13. That's a big difference. Total yards. 183 total yards for the Cardinals. And the Rams had 375. The Rams doubled the Cardinals in total yards. Doubled the Cardinals in total yards. Cardinals averaged 3.4 yards per play. The Rams averaged 6.6 .6 yards per play. You doubled them in yards per play. Time possession was 24, 24 minutes and 14 seconds for the Cardinals. For the round, 35 minutes and 46 seconds. What I'm saying with all that? A total team effort by the Rams. Defense, offense, special teams. Because Johnny Hicker put them inside the 20th just about every time he punted the damn ball. Let's not forget that. Johnny Hager pent them inside the 20 a lot. Okay? So, total team effort. Matthew Stafford got that playoff win monkey off his back. He got his first win, so that monkey's off his back. Throw that to the side. We don't want to hear no more about Matthew Stafford not winning the playoff. He won. Okay? He won. But now, let's switch over. Sunday afternoon, 3 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, Women James Stadium on NBC. Our beloved Rams taking the trip against the Super Bowl champions, the Bucks of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay defeated the Philadelphia Eagles in Wild Card Weekend, 31 to 31 to 15, really 31 to zero because the 15 points came at the final quarter, like couple final minutes of the fourth quarter. Tom Brady, 29 for 37, 271, two touchdowns. Keyshawn Vaughn, 17 carries, 53 yards, a touchdown. Giovanni Bernard, who made his return, 13 carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Mike Evans, nine receptions, 117, and a touchdown. Gronk had a receiving touchdown. That's why he touchdowns right there. Running backs each got a touchdown each. Gronk and Evans got a touchdown each. They go your touchdowns, and you add a field goal, they go your 31. So the defending champions, they off to a good start of defending their crown. Now, Tom Brady is 14-2 in divisional rounds. That's saying a lot. 14-2. Meaning this guy do not lose in the division round. If you're going to take this guy out, you got to take this guy out in the championship game or the Super Bowl. He's been to the championship game 14 times he has won seven Super Bowls. So half of it is him winning Super Bowls. 
we ever have him getting beat in the championship game or in the Super Bowl. And he's lost four Super Bowls. Lost to the Giants twice. Got beat by the Eagles. That might be it. So, eh. The Rams have to do something that doesn't really done. Also, when facing a team in a regular season that beat Brady, that team is 5-6 and six in a rematch in the playoffs. So that's a 50-50 chance here. Okay. But the numbers are leaning towards Brady. The analysts, the sports analysts so far this week are leaning towards Tom Brady. Now, Tristan Welts, dealing with an ankle injury. Ryan Jensen, dealing with an ankle injury. Both are questionable. Both will be game time decisions. Leonard Fournette, the hamstring. He missed four games. Questionable, but it will be a game time decision. Let's see how healthy this offensive line will be. Let's see how healthy Leonard Fournette will be. For the Rams, Andrew Whitworth, questionable. Dealing with a knee issue. We shall see. Taylor Rapp, let's see if he can get out concussion protocol, even though Nick Scott filled in well. Okay. My backup safety is filled in well. They was tacked on the other side. I, I like what I saw. Now, ever since we got OBJ. OBJ has been with the Rams since what? We played in week. Was it week 12? When we went? Or week 10 when we went to San Francisco? So he's been with us quite a bit. He's starting to get acclimated with the offense. He has six touchdowns in any games with us. That's a whole lot more protective than he was in Cleveland. Let's just get that out of the way. Now, we beat Brady. Matter of fact, we have beaten Brady twice. We beat him last year on Monday Night Football in Tampa. We beat him this year at SoFi Stadium on a game of the week for in week three. But both teams are different, though. AB's not there. He quit on the team. Chris Garland's out for the season. They're starting to get their defensive players back. You know, Shaq Barrett came back. Levante Davis is back. Uh, Anton Whitfield Jr. is back. Carlton Davis is back. So they're getting back healthy on defense. Okay? They're getting back healthy on defense. Offense is not the same. You got Evans, you got Gronk. But now you have to lean on Tyler Johnson. Bashar Perriman, Giovanni Bernard, Keyshawn Vaughn, hopefully a healthier Leonard Fournette coming back. It's a totally offense than what we seen in week three. Same thing with us. Because in, in, in week three, we didn't have Arn Miller. We didn't have OBJ. We didn't have Cam Akers, who, by the way, is remarkable that Cam Akers is back within six months and is playing some meaningful football games. That is remarkable. And he played very well against the Cardinals. Okay? Matthew Stafford was still integrating himself with the team. It was nothing but his third game when, he, when we played the Bucks. Now, as you've seen it, we become more of a running team. So as Tampa. The difference is we can still pass the ball with ridiculousness than Tampa. We, we want to make Tom Brady go to Tyler Johnson. Scotty Miller, Bashar Perriman. We want Ramsey to get rid of Mike Evans, okay? We want we want Mike Evans out there, equation. We can deal with Gronk, okay? 
Ernest Jones might be coming back and Terrell Lewis gave him a shot in week three that he missed a lot of games because of real injuries. So, I like my linebackers on Gronk, but we want to put some safety on them. We got Eric Riddle, because Gronk ain't finna run by nobody. Eric Riddle, I believe Eric Riddle can handle Gronk in the passing game. I believe so. So, uh, defense should be good. If the line is beating them as they are, Leonard Fournette, Vaughn Miller, my edge rushers, I need y'all to take advantage of that. Because they not gonna shift to one of y'all and leave Aaron Donald one on one. Because Aaron Donald come up the middle to Tom Brady, that's a nightmare within itself for Tom Brady. Tom Brady do not want to see a 99 in his face at all on Sunday. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. He wanna see 54 and 40, then see a 99 in his face, okay? I'm just gonna tell you that. He probably don't want to see any of them, but if he had to choose one or the other, let him see Leonard Fournette and Von Miller instead of goddamn Aaron Donald. He do not want to see anybody in his face up the middle. That's Tom Brady for you. Now, there is concerns within the Ramley Nation because Tom Brady's getting the ball out quickly and fast and efficient. Well, if you get rid of Mike Evans and you take Gronk out, He's throwing to guys he's not familiar with. He's throwing to guys he's not used to. Tyler Johnson, Rashard Pyramid, Scotty Miller. He's not familiar with these guys. So if you get him off his first weed and make him hold the ball for a couple seconds longer, that D-line would get there. The Eagles got full sets on Tom Brady. You can get to Tom Brady even though he's trying to get the ball out quickly. But if you get rid of that first, that first read, you got him. Because if he get his first weed off, that ball coming out in about 0.2 seconds. Okay? Get him off his first weed, the D-line will get there. Aaron Donald will get there. Von Miller will get there. Leonard Ford will get there. Brent Gaines will get there. A'shaun Robinson will get there. So my edge rushing is, key, is one of my keys for the defense. Okay? Both teams, when it comes to D-line and pressuring the quarterback, they are ranking much the tops. The Rams have 50 sets on the season. The Bucks have 47 sets on the season. So the offensive line on both sides has to come in and be ready to be physical. Because these D-line ain't playing. For the Bucks, they still got Indonikin Sue. They got Shaq Barrett. They got Levante David back. You got uh, Vita in the middle. JPP is back. They D-line is going to be coming, okay? Our D line's gonna be coming too. So which offensive line can handle the pressure that these D lines are going to bring to them? Okay. If the Rams can't handle the D line for the Bucks, that bodes well for the Super Bowl run. Okay. If you can handle the Bucks D line, you're in prime position to go to the Super Bowl because Green Bay D line ain't better than the Bucks. San Francisco D-line ain't better than the Bucks. They just call it what it is, all right? We infatuated with Nick Bosa and Jordan Armstead. Remember the reason why the Bucks are the defending Super Bowl champion because of that defense. When you got Shaq Barrett on one end and Levante David on the other end. When you got JPP coming off an end. When you got Indonikin Sue and Vito Vega in the middle. Oh, trust me, that linebacker and D-line core of the Bucks is the best. Green Bay don't match up. The San Francisco Fortnite don't match up in this category. Okay? So if we can handle the Bucks, D-line and linebackers, I love our chances of being home for the Super Bowl and playing in SoFi Stadium. I love it. 
it begins on Sunday. Now, my X Factor, Vance Jefferson. That's right, Vance Jefferson. You're my X Factor. You know why? Cooper Cup is a triple crown. It's the triple crown receiver. Everybody know about triple. Uh, know about uh, Cooper Cup. Okay. Leading their leading the lead in catches, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. Everybody know about him. And what OBJ did last week to the Cardinals. Do not think the Bucs are looking at that like he still might be OBJ all, after all this time. He still might be Odell Beckham Jr. after all this time. Y'all better get ready. Carlton Davis can't take both of them out. So guess what that leaves? Vance Jefferson against Nickelbacks. And safeties. Don't get me wrong. Antoine Whitfield's good. Don't get me wrong. They got a good secondary. Don't get me wrong. But if Van Jefferson can take advantage of his matchup, knowing that they got to worry about OBJ and Cooper Cup and Tyler Hitby at the tight end of the spot, if Van Jefferson gets loose, it's going to be a long day for the Bucks. Because if Van Jefferson get loose, that's all she wrote. Don't get me wrong. We still need to run the ball with Sean Michelle and Cam Makers because when we've been running the ball, we've been effective. Okay? Don't get me wrong. Yeah, the Bucs are the number one rush defense in the league. They, it was number one rush defense last year. It's number one rush defense again. I get it. But you can be effective. Effective doesn't mean going for 100 yards. Effective doesn't mean going berserk. Effective means... You getting four to five yards to carry, sometimes three, and that defense know they can still run the ball. They can look at and it be second and six, and they be like, "We still can run the ball." And if it's second and six, and you get two to three yards, that's a third and short. They're like, "Damn, the whole playbook's open." So it's not about gashing the books, okay? It's not about gashing the books. It's about can you be efficient on the ground? Can you can you average four yards a carry, five yards a carry? Have both backs like they did against the Cardinals, averaging close to four yards a carry. Michelle was at four point five yards a carry. Cam Michael's at three point two yards a carry. Can you get in that full to five range of per carry? And then they have to choose: Do I need to bring the safeties up? Cause they bring the safeties up, OBJ over the top, Van Jefferson over the top. Okay. Don't get me wrong, the running game it still needs to be there. But for my S factor, if Van Jefferson can win his matchup, while Cooper Cup and OBJ still gonna get their targets, and Tyler Hebe gonna get his, but if Van Jefferson can make use of his targets efficiently. Even if he get five targets and he catches four of them, and they are problematic catches for the Bucks. I, I love our chances. I love it. I love our chances. Without question, I love our chances. Let's say Van Jefferson can go four catches on five targets for like 70 yards, maybe a touchdown. Productive. That's what we need. Because OBJ going to get his target. Cooper Cook going to get his target. Tyler Hebe going to get his. But Evangelist can give me four catches for about 70 yards, maybe a touchdown. Oh, that's a problem. That's a problem for Tampa. That's a problem. Because guess what? He's averaging about 13, 15 yards a catch. They don't want that. 
especially when you know Cooper Cup is good at the run after catch. OBJ can go over anybody and catch the ball. Tyler Higby can show he can go over anybody and catch the ball. You add Van Jefferson to that mix, it's over. It's over. Because the Bucks don't have no answer. You can't stop the run and the passing at the same time. You got to think of something. And then if you do try to stop the run, you got to remember we have four targets. Four targets. Cooper Cup, OBJ, Tyler Higby, and now Van Jefferson. That's four targets for Matthew Stafford. He can go anywhere with the football. That means that secondary for the Bucks going to have to man up. And you don't want to play zone. If you play his own, Matthew Stafford going to pick you apart. So, John Mivay, let's keep the running game going. Let's do timely passes. We know what we got with Matthew Stafford. Gunslinger can make everything. Timely passes. So, you make them keep thinking about, damn, they can run the ball, they can run the ball, they can run the ball. That secondary going to have to man up. They don't want to man up. Not against these boys. Not against this receiving core. Okay? So, we have our game plan. Okay. With Cam Makers back. That one two punch with Michelle. I love it. Matthew Stafford being efficient. Get taking what the defense give him. Taking what the defense give him. And then make Tom Brady get off his first read to get the D-line that extra second or two to get to Tom Brady. Take Mike Evans out. Do what you need to do with Gronk. Rashard Pyramid, Tyler Johnson, make the other one step up and see if they can handle the pressure. If all this goes according to plan, we lead Temple with a win and we're in the NFC Championship game. And if that happens, if that happens, I would tell y'all why I wanted to play the game in the NFC Championship game but let me play that. I already got my pick for the other game. I'm gonna save it for Arch Rivals, which it will be Pretty much later on today, if y'all can catch me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all that other good stuff with Ricky Lewick, Rich the Press, and Alcazar the Bear Man. But if the Rams beat the Bucks, I would tell y'all my storyline, my biggest storyline, if the Rams win the NFC Championship game against the team that I think they're going to do it against. But until then, this is all I got for you. Thank y'all for y'all support. Thank y'all for continuing to listening. Like I said, this is Ramley Talk, brought to you by Super Draft Pro, Super Draft Sports Booking. If you love daily fantasy, if you love sports booking, Super Draft Pro is the way to go. Link to Super Draft will be in the show notes, like it always is. Click the link, sign up, let you know down there the playmaker sent you, and then enjoy your division around. Hopefully, we'll be back to preview the NFC Championship game. Deuces. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, Leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Don the Pegamaker signing off. Ramley Talk, Ramley Talk, Ramley Talk.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.